planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Ben, great to finally talk to you, man. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. How's things going over there? Not bad, not bad. I had like 10 coffees already this morning, so things are all right. Blasting, ready to roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, of course, aborted are heading back down under with Black Dahlia boys at the end of this month, which uh, looks like it's going to be one hell of a tour. Have you spoken to the guys from Black Dahlia Murder? Is everyone pumped as we are? Uh, I, I haven't talked to them because they're right now they're on tour in Europe. Uh, we haven't actually seen them for a little while. I talked to Alan now and then, but uh, yeah, we're stoked to tour again together. It's it's been a while. Uh, we've done a couple tours together, and so it's been fun. So uh, very very excited to get out there because it's been a while since we were to Australia as well. Especially, I think ten years since we actually were in Perth. So it'd be nice to see some uh, some familiar faces, some new faces, and uh, drink a lot of beer. You know. Absolutely. What's your favorite uh, Aussie beer down here? Uh, dude, I don't know. I usually do ciders or uh, I drink rum. So wh- whatever comes my way, whatever you know, <laughs> I get surprised with will be fine. Good choice. You didn't say Fosters or anything like that, just to sort of... Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Is that is that the Bud Light from uh, Australia? No one drinks Fosters. Okay, good. <laughs> it's, it's just it's all in the you know in the American shows and stuff like that when they're talking. And no one drinks that shit here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, of course, with the Black Dahlia dudes, is there a chance that maybe uh, you could do a crossover jam that you you know you toured with them before, you mates with them, you know, maybe a cover or something. I haven't thought about that. Maybe it comes up during the tour. Uh... I know that we have to sort of make sure we can play, you know, our new shit live. So we'll be focusing on that. And there's a song that uh, that Trevor's on on one of our records, but it hasn't been in the set for a long time. So I don't know if we'll actually do it, but we'll see. Maybe, you know, maybe he can come out to to one of the one of the songs. I'll talk to him. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. That'd be unreal. And of course, I mean, the new album Terrorvision comes out on September 21st. While you're down here. Apart from doing yeah. the gig in Perth, have you got any plans to celebrate apart from throwing back a bunch of beers? You guys having like a release party down here or anything? Listening party? We actually haven't thought of that nor set it up. Uh, but I mean, if, if, if it's possible, sure. It'd be cool. You know, I don't even know if we'll actually have the album. Uh, I'd have to see with uh, Century Media. Uh, nor do I know how, you know, album sales go, uh, go on tour there. Uh, so we'll have to see it. It's really something we haven't thought of yet. It's we're right in the middle of the promo mm. campaign. We're actually finishing up a, a video for Vespertine Decay that's coming out uh, next week, and it's just uh, there's a lot of stuff to still prepare for the tour. That's actually a good idea. I'll bring it up to Dave. Yeah, I think that's a real good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, get some beers. Go to the local record store if that still exists, and uh, yeah, let's, let's see. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, of course, I mean, as I've said before, the album's just fucking amazing and I've, I've been just loving it. Now, I know there's a special edition with a shirt and a popcorn box. Isn't that right? Yeah. There's even, there's way worse than that, my friend. There is a collector's <laughs> one that, that, yeah, that got sold out in five hours, which was our version of the aborted sleepover or, uh, you know, slumber party massacre survival kits. Uh, which has the popcorn box, it's got a flag, it's got the digipack, it's got a fl- aborted flashlight, and it, it has an aborted fleece blanket for those cozy nights in front of the telly. And uh, the, the initial idea was to also have aborted pajamas in there, but it turned out to be expensive, so... <laughs> Sadly, but one, one day I will have my PJs. <laughs> so did you come up with all this? Because that's an amazing, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm I'm like a kid when it gets to releasing a new album. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. You know, the album's cool, the music's cool. Here comes the fun stuff. Let's figure out <laughs> some retarded shit we can make up, and you know, unleash the inner child. What would child Sven like to see sold with his album? You know, so that's pretty much how that goes. Apart from the PJs, is there anything that you thought, oh man, I'd really, really love to do, but that would just be way too expensive? Uh, well, initially for uh, Necrotic Manifesto, we were going to do a video game, and it was in the works. We actually had a developer for it, and I was doing the pixel art for it. Uh, he got paid, and then he disappeared. So, yeah, it was very frustrating because we're all huge video game nerds, and we actually were working on a game similar to Metal Slug, like, uh, you know, uh, Squaller uh, Shoot 'em Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would have been great. I mean, shit looked cool, and then that guy just took our money and ran. So, yeah, that sucked. And it's just it's such a lengthy process that we don't want to risk, you know, the yeah, you know, we don't want to take the risk again to to go that path. But yeah, we we replaced it with the card game back in the day, which was really cool. But yeah, I mean, uh, I want my PJs, and I'm sure we'll come <laughs> with some other retarded shits uh, along the way. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure we got some more music left in us. What about a board game? Well, we wanted to do the board game instead of the card game, but that was also very expensive. And you can't really sell your record because it would have come in the record box. And those, you know, the one with the card game, you sold it for 20 or 25, which is still acceptable with all the goodies in there. But with a board game, it would have been way too expensive and you have to manufacture so much. You know, there's only so much you can expect from you know your fans to be willing to cash out so uh, we we opted to do the card game which is equally fun when you're completely shit-faced <laughs> and uh it, it's just a board game would be great it's just a very it's a complex thing to make because you got to make up all the rules and which is way more complex than for a card game so it, it's a lot of work and a lot of investment that we're not sure would have you know really worked yeah, all the cool stuff costs money, huh? Sadly, <laughs> yeah. and, and and so and so is life. That's it. That's exactly right. And as for the artwork, I mean, the artwork is unreal. Uh, how does it uh, tie into the concept for this one for Terravision? Let's just say it, it ties in the artwork uh, in the title of it in in three different kind of ways because the artwork is like three layers of uh, meaning. The first layer would be it's a, a representation of hell on earth loosely based on Dante's Inferno. The second layer would be, if you think of Aborted as this universe, which is all about the 80s, horror movies, and that kind of shit, it would be, how can I incorporate 
the things in life that have been pissing me off for the last two years, how can I put that in the script of a cheesy, terrible 80s horror movie and purvey that message in that way so it's not preaching or anything? Mm. It's there, but it fits the universe and it's still funny. So that's where I came up with Terrorvision 2 because it's a play of words on television, TV, and it, it's sort of like a representation. You know, back in the day, those movies always had like an iconic villain, you know, Freddy, Jason, uh, whatever. Or, or it was a, like an evil entity that was doing all the, you know, the fucked up shit. So in my mind, it was sort of a way to put the media as if it were uh, some kind of demonic presence that is manipulating everybody towards its own goal of, you know, uh, the end of the world. And then the third layer uh, would have been um, the movie Terror Vision from the 80s, which is also about an interdimensional monster that wants to kill everybody besides metalheads, because, you know, metalheads were pretty cool. (laughs) Most. I'll just say it as it is. We're pretty cool, right? Well, you're cool. Some of us. (laughs) Some of us. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, that's the you know the the whole threesome of uh, of the artwork. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Well, of course, on the subject of artwork, retro gore. That cover is the the Doctor Dude's got like a, a viewfinder. Am I right? I've been looking at it and trying to pick out little bits and and a power glove. I've always yeah, thought that. Yeah. Was that intentional? Did you have a power glove when you were when you were a young dude? I did not, because that product bombed really hard. It did not work whatsoever. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's all there's there's a lot of shit in the artwork, not just in the cover. If you have the CD, there's a Skeletor and He-Man figurines in there. Uh, there's a Mister Freeze popsicle maker. There's there's a whole bunch of like toys from the '80s worked in the gore. So that was really important when we did retro gore. We're like, how do we reference all this old shit? And then we had, of course, the the band pictures, which were just paintings of us as uh, characters of iconic 80s movies. That, that that was a lot of fun. That artwork was a lot of fun. We didn't do the, the band shit like that because, you know, a lot of press was like, well, we want pictures. And we're like, well, fuck you. You got drawings. <laughs> Are you a collector as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I am. I am. So, so what's your jam? Well, right now, the last couple of years, I've been collecting pop vinyls. And uh, to be quietly honest, I just cashed out a bunch of money to uh, get a custom pop fi- vinyl of uh, of the monster on uh, Terrorvision. Yeah, that'll be cool. A, a friend of mine makes his own uh, custom He-Man figures as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm, we're, we're pretty geeky over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, most metal dudes are. I mean, I am. I'm sitting in my office uh, studio where... My left-hand side is my Ninja Turtles collection. Uh, in there front we go. of me, I've got my real Ghostbusters collection. Beside me is my old, my old, my uh, Transformers. Much to my wife's uh, uh, non-approval, but it's it's all here. <laughs> it yeah. keeps me happy. Yeah, dude. I used to have all that stuff, but then a, a whole bunch of shit got lost when I grew up or I moved and shit because I, I lived abroad for a while, so I couldn't mm-hmm. take all my stuff. And I still have a whole bunch of uh, Movie Maniacs, too. I don't know if you remember those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have like six or seven of those still. So I'm, I'm glad I still have those because you can't find them anymore. No, no. But I do find that they, they weren't made as good as uh, as some of the other stuff. Like I'm looking at my... I've got my uh, Evil Dead uh, Ash, my Army of Darkness Ash here. And all the plastic's all warped and his feet are all warped. 
just didn't. Maybe it's because down here it just didn't hold the test of time, which is a bit of maybe. When it comes to Evil Dead, they actually have the ash from uh, Neca. Oh they, yeah, yeah, that one's sick. Yeah, man, Neca is <laughs> fucking great shit. Yeah, it's uh, expensive, man. It's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was at a I was at a Comic Con convention uh, two years ago, and I saw him. I was like, "Yep, I don't care, mine." <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Did you Did you get into uh, Ash versus Evil Dead? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It's too bad that the show's over. Uh, but yeah. honestly, I did like Ash versus Evil Dead more than the remake. Uh, I thought it was it captured you know the the grittiness and the the gore of of the original movies, but it also had the humor that they started putting in from Dead by Dawn and uh, Army of Darkness. Mm. So that that that's that's what I really liked. Whereas the remake was really more like a remake of the original one, where they tried to make it scary. Yeah, I still loved it. I still loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it too. No. But I'll say, like, for me personally, I was a little more attached to Dead by Dawn and Army of Darkness. Yeah. So for me, that was a good continuation of that. Absolutely. Uh, um, man, I could talk to out for hours about this, but we, <laughs> but you know, we're here to talk about, of course, aborted. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Of course, you. It's been consistent. You guys have been consistent at releasing albums, like, it seems every two years. Is that something you, that you keep a strict schedule for the band? Like, we have to release at this time? No, not really. We, it's, it was never intentional. It's just like, we just start writing. And then, you know, often we do an EP in between because we're like, hey, we got a, like, the, the story with Baffles was simple. Um, Ken and Ian were over at my place for summer because we had uh, summer festivals. And since they had nothing to do and I was working, they were like, well, let's just write a bunch of songs. So they worked on songs and we came up with Baffos and Fallacious Crescendo and then decided, well, what if we try to record the drums over here, the guitars at home and then the vocals at the studio? How would that turn out in a mix? Because it, you know, it would save us a bunch of money on a budget. So we tried it and it turned out fine. So that's why with Terror Vision, we actually we did drums and uh, vocals at the Cola Keller studio, and then everything else uh, was done uh, at home. So you know we had an EP out of it just because you know we had nothing to do and sitting around, and you know we might as well just have been sitting around the pool drinking pina coladas or whatever, or we could you know <laughs> write write some death metal. So I guess that's what we did. But it's it, you guys have just uh, you're so consistent with it as I, that's what i was saying it's uh you know where some mm-hmm. bands will leave you six years ten years waiting for an album you know but uh i, I guess that's what I, I keep it keeps you guys fresh and relevant as well you know you're always on top of it and staying on top of the game which is fantastic for fans yeah we're, we're trying to you know we're trying to give back because you know without the fans you're nothing anywhere and i think you should give back. It's it's to me. It's very important that whenever you play a show, even if there's ten people, it doesn't matter. Those ten people pay to see you, and you owe them a great show. So, uh, same goes to music. That's why you know we could cheap out and have shitty production or whatever, but we don't. We we use every penny that we have to put in the record because you know we want to give back, and I, I think that's something fans pick up on too as well. If they they know there's a new aborted record coming, they know there's going to be ridiculous packages, and there's the production's going to be okay, and you know they they know that they're going to get something quality for their money. Absolutely, At least I Absolutely. hope so. 
Well, no, 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 definitely, definitely, man. And with the albums, you know, you've got samples, like movie samples and stuff like that. I've always been curious. Is that a pain in the ass to get those things cleared? Uh, well, we used to not give a fuck and just do it. <laughs> but then yeah. now, actually, for Terror Vision, we got told by, do not put any samples on there or we will not release the record. Ooh. So we're like, okay, then, no samples. <laughs> So that's why there's no samples on television, besides the ones we made ourselves. So if there if there are any, we, we did them all uh, ourselves. I think even for Baffos and, and Termination Redux, we had to uh, re-record the samples ourselves. Yeah, I've, I've noticed there's a couple of bands that have done that, that mm-hmm. have gotten away with it. And uh, yeah, I think that's the clever way. I've always thought there's like the old industrial bands that listen to the old industrial shit all the time and mm-hmm. think, how the fuck did they, you know what I mean? Just Oh yeah, or, yeah. I mean, if, if Mortish would put out a record now i mean it'd probably be 10 seconds long because if they have to get rid of all the samples it'd be a problem right yeah yeah that's it yeah but hey man you know i i i still love that kind of thing you know I'm all, same I'm, here it's yeah. it's just adds to it you know it, it makes the it's the little details that finish off you know the package so you know hopefully we can uh, remedy that in the future one thing i was going to ask you next year marks 20 years since the release of the first aborted album uh purity of perversion do you have any plans mm-hmm. to maybe celebrate that or maybe uh re-release release it of some sorts i don't think we want to re-release it because i'm really not happy with that record <laughs> i was very ill uh, recording at the time i had a huge ass fucking throat infection and a, i sound like a bag of dicks on there so i'd rather not re-release it re-release it i also don't really want to re-record it because that you know people get attached to mm-hmm. a record and even if I don't, I'm not happy with how it turned out for me personally. I don't think we should fuck with that for people that have emotional attachment to it. But uh, actually, this got pointed out to me by the press a couple of weeks ago. I didn't even fucking know that it was 20 years old next year. So maybe we'll do something to celebrate, like a 20 years show or something. But right now, we're really focused on Terrorvision and... Uh, I think we're uh, we're going to think about it, and I'm sure something will come out. But um, let's see. Yeah. Well, man, of course, uh, you know, Terrorvision comes out uh, very, very soon on uh, September 21st. You, you're going to be down here on tour in Australia with the Black Dahlia Murder and uh, Zealite. We right on. See you at the Crowbar in Brisbane, man. It's going to be fucking unreal. I'm very stoked because I also have a couple of days off in Brisbane after it. Uh, Ken's got a drum clinic the next day. Yep. And I think we're staying for like two more days to hang out in Brisbane. So very excited. Make sure that across from the venue, there's a place called Netherworld. Have you heard about okay. it? Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's like a bar video arcade where they've got all the old like Ninja Turtles arcade, the Terminator 2 arcade game, and sick beers. It's like Dude, literally... the Terminator 2 game with the guns? Yeah, yeah, where he's like, no way, Jose. That one. Ah, oh, fuck yeah! I got all right, all right. I know what I'll be doing. Thanks for the for the tip on that. Oh, dude, no, it's literally it, you can see it from outside the venue. Like, go there, have some beers, then play the show. That's what I did last show. I played there, and it was uh, made my night. All right, <laughs> will do, will do. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, man. Yeah, well, Sven, thanks again for uh, taking the time to chat with us, and uh, we'll see you soon. Absolutely. All right, take care, bro. Planning on traveling this summer? 
Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 